Welcome back. Now in studio, well, not so much in studio, but in the new type of studio on Zoom. Uh, right now, we have somebody who's familiar to the Big Small Business Show. His name's Richard Mulholland. He's a friend of mine, and uh, he is an uh, entrepreneur extraordinaire. He's started many, many businesses, many successful businesses. And uh, in the later part of his uh, journey, he's become an author. He's now written his second book. Is that right, Richard? Your second book? Uh, third third book. book. Third book. Your third book now. And it's called Here Be Dragons. And uh, HBD, which I remember from the from the maps of the olden days. And I just want to, before I, uh, we, we come in, I just want to read something from, from your book, which I thought was uh, very, very uh, insightful. As a salesperson, and make no mistake, you are you are a salesperson. You have two jobs. Job number two of the story storyteller is to help your clients and customers slay their dragon. And job number one of the storyteller or story seller, see, I got that wrong, story seller, is to help them see their dragon. You are in the dragon hunting business, but dragon hunting ain't easy. What a, what a beautiful quote that is. Thanks so much. And I guess that is, it's funny you, you talk about the storyteller versus story seller. The reason I wanted to push the concept of story selling is I think that it's the missing ingredient. So we've been told, and I know you know this as well all the time, you know, the way to get to somebody is to tell a good story. The problem is nobody cares about your story. All salespeople, they get up and, and, and again, as I said there, we are all in sales. If I'm trying to get my kids to do something, I'm in sales. If I'm trying to build a new culture in our business, I'm in sales. If I'm trying to uh, get my organization to share a new strategy, I'm in sales. And of course, if I'm trying to sell something, I'm in sales. The uninteresting way to do that is for me to tell my story. The more interesting way is to understand that the person I'm speaking to is right now the star of their own movie. My job is to sell them a new story in what I'm talking about plays a part. If I can convince them that what I'm talking about plays a part in their story, uh, then all of a sudden uh, they care. And that's the job we have to do when we're trying to persuade anybody about anything. We have to make them care. And I think dragons are the missing link in doing just that. So, so, so I love that. I love it. it's almost the nexus of introducing your story to to their story. It's where the two touch, right? It's that, that nexus. But let's talk. I, I, I'm interested now. Also, you you speak about the, the your job number two and job number one um, is to help your clients slay their dragon. So that is that a euphemism for? Um, for to handle their issue, deal with their problem, solve their problem. Is that what it means to slay their dragon? Yeah, so I guess the way that like, I explain to people when I'm talking about it is I'd say to them something like, you know, you're a person and you've got your average everyday normal life and everything's am amazing and everything's okay. And all of a sudden, a dragon comes and threatens that. Now, the reason I like the metaphor of the dragon is, is quite simple. It's because a dragon can represent a, a threat as in something that's attacking the status quo. It could be a new competitor. It could be new technology. However, it can also represent an opportunity, the treasure that exists behind it. And that's why I like this idea of the dragon as a concept that we should be talking about, is that we need people to understand that 
if they defeat this thing, there's opportunity on the other side of it. We want to appeal to two motives with, with humans. Uh, there are two big levers you can pull. One lever is fear and one lever is greed. Now, fear is always a good opportunity and it sounds like a horrible thing to say, but the problem is most people live in a sense of bliss. And this is why I say job number, job number two is to help them stay their dragon. If there's a problem in front of your customers, you know, I own a presentation business. If my job number two is to make sure that they deliver a great presentation. But job number one is getting them to understand that delivering a bad presentation can be detrimental to their business or delivering a great presentation can be incredible for their business. Most people spend far too much time selling the, the solution, the ambulance, let's say that's your product, and not enough time um, selling the accident. If you sell the accident, the ambulance will sell itself. So what I say when I said that you're in the dragon hunting business, you've got to go out there and make sure your customers see the opportunity and threat that you're uniquely placed to solve for them, not any generic one in your industry. Because a lot of people, they sell the dragons that all their competitors can slay as well. Uh, but if you can convince them that the problem that you can uniquely help them with is the real problem, then you win. Rich, we, we've got to, to just uh, over two minutes left. I want to ask you a hard question, and I'm only asking you because I know you and I know you can handle this. But if you and me are competing and uh, you are um, much cheaper than I am, but my product is much better than you are, than yours, then how, how do I bring, when I, when I know I'm competing against a competitor who's cheaper, but I'm better, uh, and I know there's a budget constraint, because over the last couple of years, a lot of corporates have had big budget constraints. Like, how do I bring that into the slaying and to the, uh, to the seeing of the dragon when the reality is so visceral that, I, that they can't afford what, what uh, I've got to sell? And even though I know the other one's cheaper and it'll break after, you know, six weeks, they'd rather go for that. Well, if budget's a problem, it could be because they don't understand the opportunity. So if I'm only slaying a dragon, if I think that there, there, there's just a dragon there and it's a problem I've got to solve, and I can let me let me take this to, to us. If somebody came to your business and said, hey, I, I can see my sales deck is nice, make me some nice slides. I mean, people come to us for that, but it's uninteresting to us. Then I'm competing with every single graphic designer in the world, and I am in a commodity trap. So I now have to uh, transcend that commodity. What I've got to do is I've got to convince somebody and say something like, hey, out of interest, if I manage to move the needle, let's say the presentation you deliver to your analysts or investors when you're presenting your financial results is so good that um, you're 10% you know, better than you've ever done before, what would the impact of that be to your share price? When they reveal that number, then all of a sudden we transcended comparison because then I'll say to them, now, do you really believe that's a problem that you can solve with better slides or do you think it will be uh, uh, more acute messaging? And they say, obviously, the messaging and say, well, that's why uh, we do not see ourselves in an apples versus apples uh, discussion. And I think that your budget constraints are based on you simply wanting prettier looking slides that is lipstick on a pig. I think we need to see the real problem, which is your messaging is not communicated well. And we've got to get uh, uh, to the other side of that. And the opportunity that exists if you do this well is fantastic. And of course, the loss if you fail is bad. So you've got to figure out what you can do uniquely and what is the opportunity for your customer any given to any time they give you a budgetary constraint and that when they see it through your eyes, then you win.
Richard Mahalan, thanks so much for being on the Big Small Business Show once again and giving that uh, complex subject so much uh, clarity. Uh, I've been getting the message from my producer that um, the slot is over. But thanks once again and wishing you a phenomenal year ahead. Thanks very much for having me and to you too. The Big Small Business Show was proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. The Big Small Business Show was brought to you by MTN Business. Everywhere you go, MTN.